Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values Action. Great to be with you on another glorious week in the great state of Texas. Hope you're doing well. Look, summer feels like it's right around the corner, but don't start thinking about summer yet. The legislature is still meeting. They're not done. Okay, we're still in the middle of May. We're really through the second half of May, if you will. And a lot of work still to be done. I mean, I don't think there's anything significant that's been passed yet. They haven't even passed the budget. They got property tax issues to deal with. And in the middle of all this, we've got this huge religious liberty bill, the Save Chick-fil-A issue that has still not been settled. But there's not a lot of time left. All right, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about why Senate Bill 1978 still has a chance to pass, but not a lot of room for any delays at all. As a matter of fact, things need to move a, a little bit quicker um, if you will. And I expect they, they that's exactly what's going to happen. And so we saw that in the Senate yesterday. And so I'm going to get in a little more details, but take action now. Call your House member, call the calendars committee, tell them to put Senate Bill 1978 on the major state calendar. As a matter of fact, I'm hearing reports from the Capitol that Senate Bill 1978 has passed out of House State Affairs Committee and is now headed um, to an opportunity to be on the calendars committee. Nonetheless, we'll get into more details about not Senate Bill 1978, the Senate bill that's the Safe Chick-fil-A Religious Freedom Bill in just a minute. But tying right into that issue, because of, of really the thrust of it has come from San Antonio, is our guest today. Our guest today is City Council Member Greg Brockhouse from the San Antonio area. This is his first time on the guest. Let me, uh, as being a guest on the show, let me tell you just a little bit about Greg Brockhouse before we let him jump on the show. Uh, Greg is a military veteran. He served our country proudly in the United States Air Force. Uh, he was in active duty for nine years. He has been working in the banking industry. He serves District 6 as a city council member. He's a proud graduate of John Jay High School. And he's got a wonderful family. He and his wife, Annalisa, have five children. Um, They have also uh, started to do some really great things as well. Very distinguished. And, you know, look, for Greg Brockhouse, I think you look and see his background, his resume, whether it's in council and whether it's in the military service and his community, it is about public service. Council Member Brockhouse, welcome to the Texas Values Report. Yeah, Jonathan, thank you for having me, and, and thank you to everybody out there listening to the Texas Values Report today. I appreciate it. You bet. Well, look, we've got the largest social media following in the state of Texas for any faith family and organ- faith and family organization. Uh, the Texas Values Report now is streaming to almost 250,000 people uh, through Facebook Live, through our site there, and who knows how many other people will be watching. But look, let's talk about first what happened in San Antonio And you and I have probably spent a lot of time talking about this issue, but a lot of people still may not know that a couple of months ago, actually on March 21st is when this publicly started, the city council members, and and that didn't include you, but I know some city council members um, took a vote to ban Chick-fil-A from having a store at the airport in the San Antonio airport, which is controlled uh, to some degree by the San Antonio government. And the basis of that was because a report that came out a day before that meeting saying that Chick-fil-A gave donations to Christian ministries like the Salvation Army and Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Tell us a little bit about, um, you know, where this thing started from your vantage point and where things are now. Well, yeah, you know, um, and and unfortunately for San Antonio, uh, since March 21st, I mean, we've put a real message out, not just to the city or the state, but to the nation 
about what it means to be a, uh, a community that doesn't honor faith and family. And that is probably the number one reason I'm glad you got me on the show today, so I can talk to people and they can hear what San Antonio really is and the things we care about. So it's very important for me to always have an opportunity to talk about how San Antonio was built and founded on. And by the way, San Antonio was built on faith. It's a family and community of faith. And I think this is why this issue needs to continue to be fought for. If we can't fix it in San Antonio, I'm thankful that the Texas legislature and the folks in Austin are at least giving it the best option uh, to correct this problem. But on March 21st, uh, we had a contract that was almost two years in the making uh, that was brought to us for the concessions business in the San Antonio International Airport. Um, At the last minute, one of my colleagues attempted to remove one of our businesses, Chick-fil-A, from the contract. Uh, and then began this debate over why to remove it. And I'll just say words like Chick-fil-A is a symbol of hate were used, anti-LGBTQ history. Now, San Antonio has a non-discrimination ordinance that Chick-fil-A 100 percent values and and, and applies to and works with. They They don't violate any discrimination laws. But we voted six to four to remove them that day because we were upset with the fact they gave money to the Salvation Army, all right, or, or because they may have, their owner may have seven years ago said, hey, look, I believe in, in traditional marriage. Well, so, let me stop you for just a minute. Off a fire, so. Yeah, let me stop you for just a minute. So we're talking with Council Member Greg Brockhouse uh, from San Antonio on the issue of Chick-fil-A being banned from the San Antonio airport because of donations they gave to Christian ministries. You say we being the city council member, but what was your opinion on this as a council member? Oh, yeah, no, no. So, yeah, and unfortunately, it, sometimes you own votes with the rest of these council members, and you get you get tagged into that. So we as a body, the city council, the vote was 6-4. So four of my colleagues, one abstained. Uh, so there's 11 votes. But 6-4, to four, we voted, unfortunately, the council did as a whole to remove it. I stood against it. In fact, I felt okay. so overwhelmingly <laughs> disgusted by the vote that I wrote an apology letter to Chick-fil-A the very next day. Well, look, I would love to get a, po- a copy of that apology letter. I actually haven't seen that yet. Of all the stuff we've seen, somehow that missed us. And, and look, I don't mind admitting that because we have been about as deep in this as you can get. But I haven't seen that. I'd love to see that apology letter. And, um, definitely, and actually, definitely. now that I think about it, I might have seen you know a, a visual of it, but I don't know that I actually have my hands on it but and I was trying to bail you out a little bit for there for just for a minute if you will because I know we think we'll say that right that that we because you're a part of that body but that was my understanding that you were on the side voting no oh, against you, you, you. <laughs> against removing well, let's, let's Chick-fil-A clear, you know when I talk about yeah when I talk about the city council unfortunately look I'm down here in, in, with the not sure. with 10 colleagues and I, we always refer to the city council as a we. It's kind of a habit. But uh, but you, I'm thankful you tried to bail me out at that one moment. So let me rebail myself out here. I think it was an egregious decision. It was embarrassing. It, it was a national embarrassment. And it stood against everything that myself, my family, uh, the community I represent believes in. And that's faith, family, and the freedom to choose your life's path. And for us to do that, for us to hold somebody accountable uh, and remove them from a, a governmental opportunity because they donated to a faith-based organization, or frankly, they have a faith-based belief um, to remove them from a business opportunity. But number one thing that scared me was who's next. Oh yeah. Um, if you <laughs> exactly. if you if you believe in if you if that's what people don't get. It's not about chicken sandwich. Um, what it ends up being about is what Texas really is, right? What San Antonio really is, and how and the things we believe. So if we turn around, right, and we say, look, this we're, we're kicking you out because you gave a buck to the Salvation Army, which is mind-boggling to me that that is even a negative. But whatever. 
who's next? If I believe in Israel and I'm a supporter of Israel, am I going to get kicked out of anything governmental related or the opportunity to earn money? Um, if I say the rosary while I'm walking around, is that going to cause me problems? If I say, man, I'm blessed to be here at the city council, is that going to get me kicked out of the room? Well, the look, if, I mean, yeah, so slippery. no, look, if we're talking with Greg ba- Brockhouse, council member from San Antonio. He was one of the council members that voted against Chick-fil-A being singled out and being banned from opening up a store in the airport. And that's what was going on. There was this contract, this review, this proposal about new vendors uh, for the San Antonio airport. So that's kind of where this came up. And But it seems mm-hmm. like there was certainly behind the scenes in some way people talking about or being aware that Chick-fil-A was a part of this. And the timing, too. This article from Think Progress comes out um, with talking about donations that Chick-fil-A made. And the next day is when this all happened at the San Antonio City Council. And um, one thing I was going to mention was, um, and I lost my train of thought here. So, oh, there was another meeting. You were going to say something, but I wanted our people to know there was another meeting on this. I was, uh, that's where I was going to go. And don't forget that, you know, these these policy issues and these attacks on faith and Christianity and and family, they're occurring through the, the cities like this. So the minute it posts online, Somebody in the city sees it like this, cities large and small, and then they enact, try to enact policy based on misinformation. But I was so upset. We were so upset about it. It blew up nationally. Um, and then I utilized the procedural m- moment where I had an opportunity through the use of Robert's Rules of Order to procedurally bring the item back up for a vote over a, over a couple of weeks. And, and it's very rare in politics that you get a chance to, make a, to correct a wrong, right? Like yeah. you have a second chance to get it right. It's so rare. Um, but we brought it back up again. The faith community got engaged. Um, everybody was talking about it. We had the chance. We came back. We revoted it. We made, and unfortunately, it fell six five again. Well, so, uh, and we here's what's notable: vote, but it's twice we did twice we did this. It wasn't just once. The San Antonio City Council twice I voted against it because it's absolutely, like I said, it's absolutely in front of family and, and, and faith, and I just couldn't stand for it. But you know, we, um, you know, look, we're in a, that's part of the reason why I'm running uh, for mayor of the city of San Antonio right now. I'm in a runoff with the current incumbent mayor. Part of the reason I'm doing this because San Antonio is just on the wrong track, period. And it's not the community or city we know. And that vote has opened people's eyes, not just in San Antonio. It's opened it in Austin and Dallas and in Oh, Washington, you better DC, believe it. Everywhere. You it's better just, believe it because one, okay, so the Save Chick-fil-A bill, Senate Bill 1978, did not start out as being filed because of what happened in San Antonio. The bill was already filed, and actually it was a little bit broader in its application, but it's certainly related to situations like this. We just didn't know something like that was going to happen so locally, right? right? We've seen it happen in other states. Chick-fil-A has been targeted in other states, but we've seen other incidences where people of Christian faith, people they've used local laws and other type of maneuvers to punish people of faith because of some of their religious beliefs, whether it's on marriage or other issues. And so the language was there, and then when this issue came up, excuse me, there was, um, we looked at it and realized, you know, this could really uh, put us in a p- good position to stop San Antonio city council members from doing what they're doing, the government there. And so it kind of got molded a little bit more, if you will, through the process um, to that, you know, to be more specific and, and be a little bit more narrow in its focus, if you will, for something that's happening now. And that's what you do sometimes with legislation. It's about solving problems. And this 
is a big problem. So, la- so yesterday, Senate Bill 1978, the Safe Chick-fil-A Religious Freedom Bill, passed the Senate, and one of the members, and it's already headed over the House. We need people to call House members right now because we're trying to get a vote because we're about to run out of time. The legislative session is about to end any day now. Um, we're going to be out of time really by Tuesday. But so, But one of those members of the Senate was Donna Campbell. She voted in favor of this. She talked about it on the floor. She came to that meeting at the San Antonio City Council where you made an effort to have this reconsidered, and she wasn't even acknowledged by the mayor, and she was not allowed to speak. Nobody was allowed to speak at the meeting. That had to be concerned. Right, right. We we had 50 to 70. I lost count. I was trying to check them in the, in the gallery, but... Uh, community faith-based pastors, leaders. Uh, Pastor John Hagee was there. I mean, the, the, Pastor Hagee is a worldwide renowned community faith leader. Uh, Senator Campbell was there. Nobody was allowed to speak in support of uh, saving the, the entity. But it wasn't just saving Chick-fil-A. It was sure. the symbol, right? So we, That's were, right. we were there to speak about the faith symbol and what that what that message was sending. Not even allowed to discuss the message. Um, and, and unfortunately, you know, when you continue down this path, uh, people on the city council made choice and values and decisions. And the scary part about it is I don't think every, anybody recognizes or recognizes at any of these moments just how impactful it was to families. Um, and, and that's what we're faced with right now. Look, we're hopeful um, that Austin's able to do something about this to, to, to save this kind of stuff happening in the future. Whether we get there or not, it's unknown. But I can tell you this about San Antonio. It's an all-inclusive, welcoming city. It's absolutely not who we are. Don't forget, 11 people downtown, and in fact, only six made this decision in spite of what San Antonians really feel. We can never lose sight of that fact. San Antonio's (laughs) a community built on faith, and I'm not going to roll on that ever again. No, well, look, and so uh, Ron Nuremberg, the sitting mayor, supports this ban, am I right, on Chick-fil-A not having the store there. Um, And you're right. You pointed out you're in the middle of election. You're going to a runoff on June 8th. I imagine early voting starts before that. So, you know, people have... This is an issue to consider when they go to the ballot box. And it's interesting because in the legislature, a lot of times it's like, when's the, where's the problem? Is it immediate? Do we need to deal with it? And so, look, if the San Antonio City Council, you had been successful in others at kind of reversing this and, you know, the, the council members and the government pulling back from banning Chick-fil-A, maybe this legislation wouldn't be necessary. You know, I still think there's, there'd be value to it, but maybe someone could argue that, if you will, right? This the fact that 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 Donna Camp, Senator Campbell and others were shunned, they were shut out, and the six council members dug in. It's just made the case even stronger that we've got to have statewide legislation on this issue. Otherwise, we're going to miss an opportunity to do something because the legislature is going to stop meeting. And that doesn't mean we don't have confidence or that you don't have a fair opportunity to win and maybe get this turned around. Um, if your election works out the way you want it to. But but the way things currently sit, there is a growing trend. We saw some student government people from Trinity University then asked um, for Chick-fil-A to be removed. Thankfully, Trinity University officials have said, we're not doing that. But there are about a dozen other incidents across the country, and they're recent. They're in the past two or three years where governments or government-type entities or students have tried to take action against Chick-fil-A. You have to wonder sometimes, too. And, I mean, I'm just kind of throwing this out there. You know, if the government thinks that that Chick-fil-A giving money to someone or there's something wrong with Chick-fil-A, what I mean, what what about everybody that continues to to go there? I mean, are they going to be is the government going to be watching who's going through the drive through line? You know, are you are they tacitly supporting this? I mean, and I don't think that's far fetched. 
Well, I don't look. I don't think it is either. I mean, because that's the who's next conversation. I mean, who's going to violate the government's uh, almighty, all-knowing answers, right? Like, so are they going to be standing outside of Chick-fil-A writing down license plate numbers so they can follow? You? I, it's just ridiculous, and people feel that way. And don't forget, this is why this legislation is needed in Austin. Period. It, it, it it's not a faith people, right? Just 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 on the faith piece, we don't exclude anybody. The the t- core tenet of faith is faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of those is love. So. For them now in Austin, you know, and we're talking about it here in San Antonio, excluding the LGBT community. Where nobody's excluding the LGBTQ community. Um, we have the protections and laws in place, and we're not rolling them back. And yeah, if anybody right. respected the faith, they would, they would understand if they respected the faith that we as faith-based families and people, we welcome and we love everybody. Everybody's a child of God created in the image of God. So everybody in faith knows that. So to use those things against it to try to hurt this, a business like Chick-fil-A because of their faith. It strengthens our faith, but unfortunately, it does take away opportunities That's right. and equality. And no. it's, sad, it's sad to me. Don't forget this, Jonathan. Somewhere along the line in, in Texas and in our nation and in San Antonio, disagreement became discrimination. And if we don't fix that, that's exactly if we right. don't fix that, that's, that's what's on Austin's table right now. That's disagreement right. is not discrimination. We have to fix it for all of Texas, or we're going to have a real problem. Yeah, we're talking with Councilmember Greg Brockhouse from the San Antonio area. He is a proud um, military serviceman. He's a veteran of the military, served our country proudly. He served in business. He served as a council member. A lot of public service in his history for his community. His wife is in, uh, serves in public education. I want to talk about the church issue for just a minute. You touched on that the the uh, the debate on the House floor, Senate floor yesterday, went in that direction where we were now. There was now this discussion that was being brought up by Democrats. And look, this is a bipartisan bill. There are Democrats to support it, but there are several Democrats that are opposing it. So that's where some of the opposition was coming from. The conversation from them started asking questions about churches and about churches considered anti-LGBT, right? And if you think about some of our major denominations, whether it's Catholic, Lutheran, or whatever, that very clearly continue to have the mission and the view uh, biblically in following that, that marriage is between a man and a woman. And it, it sounded for a minute like you could have gathered that some Democrats were suggesting that our some of our largest church denominations are anti-LGBT, and so it shouldn't be right to make donations to them, to tithe to them. I mean, I, it, it is. Yeah. this uh, is what— is here and is on the table. And I want to make this point, too, and then let you respond, about the culture and the history of San Antonio. What does San Antonio mean? St. Anthony, okay? You've got all of these great missions that are there, these historical churches and historical places that are part of the beauty and the culture and the identity of San Antonio. And you have to wonder if that's being... You know, that's where we are next, but that is such a part of it. And so it is a shame to me, and I'm sure for you as well, living there for so long, that this is now the way some people are seeing San Antonio. And look, the council member and mayor says, you know, that we're a welcoming city. Oh, you mean unless you're not Chick-fil-A or a Christian, right? Right. That, yeah, that's completely. In fact, the mayor, um, one of his first actions a couple of years ago was to sign a compassionate city proclamation that San Antonio is a compassionate city. Well, okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Compassion. <laughs> you completely violated the compassionate city proclamation. It's backwards as all, as all can be. And don't forget, I mean, even as recently as a few years back, people rem- forgot about Houston and, and how former mayor Parker over there attempted to subpoena, I believe, the sermons, sermons from the, the pastors. 
I mean, so so this isn't this isn't just been creeping around the last couple of weeks or the last few months. This is an ongoing attack on faith. And we can disagree about people's positions and things on the situations and issues, but the equality thing is where the big conversation is. Equality is that two-way street that sometimes nobody wants to see it go both ways. So, um, and I think this conversation about San Antonio has to be fixed some way, shape, form, or another. The council couldn't fix it. Uh, a six-five vote is, a, you know, that's about as split as you get. But I think in the community-wise, I've been everywhere knocking on doors and, and neighbors in every district in San Antonio, a million and a half people. This is the number one issue, has wow. been since March 21st. Wow. Number one issue people talk about. Seconds, property taxes, for what it's worth, if you're listening and still following Austin. Number one, though, is, is, is this issue. So it is of a paramount for, for Austin, the state legislature, to do something about this while proclaiming, too, we respect everybody. But th- and this is fighting for that level of respect for people of faith and families. And, and being right. in San Antonio, St. Anthony, my entire life I've lived here. This is one of those decisions that will, I think will, will cause us problems for years, for decades to come, if we don't find a, find a way to fix it. And unfortunately, if, if it has to go to Austin to do it, I'm fine with that, too. But let's not put it aside. If That's we've got right. three, four, five days left, no, look. let's address it while, while respecting our friends on the LGBTQ side. We must respect them as well. But we need to fix this for, for families and faith. That's right. No, absolutely. That's right. There's just a couple of days left. Senate Bill 1978 still has enough time, but just enough. I mean, it's going to be down to the wire. And I think the final chance for this to be a vote is on Tuesday. I'm going to check the calendar when we get off the air. People need to act right away. You heard it right here from sitting council member Greg Bockhaus encouraging people to support Senate Bill 1978, recognizing the value of it. But people also have an opportunity um, to see this, as you pointed out, one of the, the number one issue that people are talking about as they head to a runoff election on June 8th. We know you got a couple of things to do today. Uh, I'm sure uh, your list is long. We thank you for taking some time today. Greg Brockhouse, council member from San Antonio, has been our guest today on the Texas Values Report. Thank you, Jonathan. Well, it's great to have council member Brockhouse on. Look, oh, man, I tell you what, I, I'm, I'm not in San Antonio. We have supporters there. I couldn't have more credibility on this than he does on saying what 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 is the number one issue amongst voters in San Antonio and as they go he's walking blocked you know going door to door I'm not okay we've got supporters there and volunteers but if anyone would know it's someone who is in the middle of a runoff election for mayor in San Antonio Greg Brockhouse is um, he would know better than I would what are voters saying is the important issue he's saying the Chick Fil A religious freedom issue from the council member is number one ahead of property taxes. Fascinating. And look, I'm not totally surprised by that, if you will, though, because it has been riveting and just grabbed the attention of people throughout our state and country. There's no question. That is why the bill needs to be on major state calendar by Tuesday so people can finally vote on this in the House. Okay, the We've got Democrats and Republicans that have been supportive of this. Look, I want you to call right now, okay? Um, you can stop watching the program and pick up your phone and call the the Capitals main switchboard 512-463. I'm looking for my team. I think it's 1000, 463-1000, and they'll get you to where you need to go. Or just go to our website, txvaluesaction.org, and check it out. Okay, Call your house member and then 
Um, you should have some information from us about who's on the calendars committee. We need the calendars committee to put Senate Bill 1978 on major state no later than Tuesday. We've got to get a vote on this, and the legislature is about over it. We're about to run out of time. We're hitting some hard deadlines, okay? I'm not exaggerating on this, all right? We are about out of time. Senate Bill 1978, we got Republicans and Democrats to support it. The Speaker of the House, Dennis Bonin, was in an interview this week saying he supports it. He was asked point blank if he supports it, and he says, yes, I do. They asked if the House would support it. He said, I believe they will. We already know that there's a majority support in the House. This bill was about to come up for a vote a couple of weeks ago. The House version was, and there was a technicality that was called. I want to get into all that drama for last week. I'm just telling you, leading up to that, we had Democrats and Republicans ready to support it. We had a majority of support going into it. You've got a diverse list of groups that are supporting it, people with education backgrounds, economic backgrounds, from all, you know, um, all types of ethnic and racial backgrounds, okay? We've got Hispanic pastors. We've got African-American, uh, Coalition of African-American Pastors. We've got um, people, we've got Baptists. We've got just about every denomination, um, Biblical, uh, Bible churches, you name it. I mean, just it, you look at the list, and, and I think it's on our website. You can see a lot of different organizations that are supporting it. You know, and, and there's just like the issue is simple to people too, and and a lot of them are like surprised. San Antonio did what? They banned Chick Fil A from having a store. Well, I mean, where do we live in? I mean, that's what someone said to me the other day. Is this Texas? But I got to be real with you. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's a surprise to you. I don't know where these issues are hitting you, what it is. But yeah, that's where things are these days in some levels, particularly in local government. That's what's been happening over the past few years in San Antonio. But this is not a reason to be discouraged and say, you know, when's Jesus coming? Look, I, I'm a I'm trust me, I'm a Christian. You know, I am happy uh, to have my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as a personal part of my life. And I'm blessed to live my faith out every day. Don't get me wrong. It's whenever it's his time to come. Okay. My point is a lot of times people get frustrated to like throw up their hands and they just don't want to do anything about any of this stuff some more because it's gotten so bad. That is not where you need to be. We do have an opportunity to do something. Okay. Things can turn around. They can get better. And they often start with, with something like this and saying enough. Okay, telling your House members support Senate Bill 1978, doing something when it comes to elections, get engaged, find out what the, the issues are, and show your values at the ballot box. Okay, all is not lost, people. There is an opportunity, and that's why Texas Values Action exists. You can donate to our work at txvaluesaction.org. We're in the middle of one of the biggest fights we've ever had at the Capitol. And you know what? We can win, but we're only in a position to win and be more successful with your financial support. Go to txvaluesaction.org, and we'll talk to you next week on the Texas Values Report.